0: Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media that I created to help you gain visibility, increase your confidence, create more exciting content so that you can make an impact, have more fun on social media, and of course, make more money, honey. This membership is packed with value. There's a new training with yours truly every Single month. We have master classes from guest experts every single month talking to us about online marketing and entrepreneurship. And we have an incredible community of badass entrepreneurs in this group that are rising up together. If you want to do great things on social media and in your business and in your life, this is the place for you. Enroll today at smallbizsocialsociety.com. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast Episode 107. I'm your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Welcome to another episode. I am so happy about this episode today because my guest coming up in just a few minutes is a lovely lady that I like to call my friend. Lindsay Hanlon is here on the show. She just – launched her own podcast called Wing It Rise Up. And she is here to talk about her show. She's here to talk about showing up on Instagram. She's talking about being a busy mom of four, but still running her marketing, her wine marketing business. Um, in her journey really along the way and how she's gotten to the point that she's at right now. So I'm excited for you to hear from Lindsay here in just a few minutes. You don't want to miss this. She's a really inspiring, really sweet, good, um, smart person. So you don't want to miss that talk. It's coming up. Um, first of all, though, a little bit of housekeeping, different announcements and such, um, since we are now a week into November, which is crazy. I can't even believe it's November at all. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, (laughs) I wanted to give you some reminders in case you don't get my emails or you're not following me on social media. Now, first of all, if you don't get my emails and you don't follow me on social media, this is a problem. We need to solve this problem. Let me tell you how to solve that problem really, really easily you can follow me on any social media platform that you want. I would say that Instagram is definitely my hub where you're getting the most. I'm sharing the most often and the most content in general. So it's just at Brittany Crossan. Um, but also I am on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook. I am on TikTok. Go find me and follow me so you can, um, be along for the fun ride. And for the emails, you need to be getting these. You need to be getting these emails every single Monday. An email goes out with what's going on, right? Like, what's going on in my business? What's going on with this show? Um, special offers, you know, opportunities to join my membership, um, just all the things. And I also like to share, like, just little personal stories of like any weird funny cool stuff that's been going on in my life so definitely do that um, to join my emails it's really simple you just go to brittaneycross.com slash join email okay and when you do that actually right now you're gonna get um, you're gonna get my ebook for free it's just like a free download ebook that I wrote um, live a better life. So I hope it inspires you to live a better life. All right, so do that. But what I was gonna say is that if you're not doing those things already, then you might not know what's going on. And here's what's going on. November is a packed month. All right, so first of all, I have a November Instagram challenge going on. If you have not joined in on this challenge, it is not too late to go ahead and join the party. So all you need to do, go over to my Instagram, at berniecarlson, Find the post that says November Instagram challenge (laughs) with a pink background and you want to look through that and see what all is included in the challenge and then join in. I'm telling you, if you want to really master Instagram, if you want to really actually level up and actually see some action from Instagram, you know what I mean? Like if it's been blah, not really much happening, you don't get many comments or messages, you're not really making any sales, and it's just kind of blah you want to be a part of this challenge. Even if you're starting late, it's no big deal. You can just finish out the month, but it's going to help you, of course, get more action, get more engagement, You know, um, connect more with your audience, find out what they want. What, the, what are they following you for? And what do they want more of? Because that really matters. And then also because it involves posting five days per week and in your main feed and then posting seven days per week in your stories, then you're really diving into just like sharing lots of content and making that process easier for you because whenever you have practice on it and you're going to get better and better at it and it's going to be easier for you going into the new year because you're going to have spent your November really like totally leveling up and creating lots of stuff and getting in there with your audience and digging deeper and making that connection with them. So definitely go to my Instagram to join that Instagram challenge. And speaking of Instagram related things, also my membership has a free download called, um, Instagram content machine. So if you want to know how to become an Instagram content machine and just really be like cranking out the content, um, you know, forever and ever and ever. Amen. Um, then you want to get this free download and all you got to do is go to smallbizsocialsociety.com. And you're going to see it. You're going to see the Instagram content machine uh, image. Click on that and boom, you're going to get your, your free download. These couple of things are just really to help you um, do a better job on Instagram at like seeing some sort of results. And I'm not trying to sound super like, I don't know, it sounds a little medical or something to say results like that. But I mean, it's, it's the truth. You know, a lot of people are just kind of like, sliding by on Instagram and they have a business or brand and, and maybe that's you maybe. And you're just like, you know, yeah, you're posting, but there's not really much going on. You're not getting much reaction, very minimal comments and messages from people. Um, and it's just not exciting and it's not, I mean, you have to have those interactions. You have to be making connections with people in order to see any sort of results in your business and your brand thanks to the Instagram activity, right? You need to have stuff happening. Like you should get a message every day. You should get comments every day. Like this should be a normal part of your, um, social media marketing presence. And for a lot of people, I know it's not, I know it's just kind of like crickets out there sometimes. So anyway, I hope that those two things really, really help you. And speaking of things that help you, Final announcement I have to make is that we're actually coming up pretty soon going to you're going to see information about our Black Friday sale for the membership that I run. So Small Biz Social Society is a membership that I created last year to help entrepreneurs that are, you know, really ambitious that it, I am really ambitious, so I feel like I relate really well to other ambitious people, but I know a lot of people needed that guidance and support when it comes to social media marketing. But at an affordable price where you're not have, having to hire an agency like mine, as you probably know, I have a social media marketing agency and we serve clients and they pay thousands of dollars a month, some of them, uh, depending on their, their plan and how, you know, how much we post and all that jazz, um, to to have us do it for them. But so many people out there, especially if you have a personal brand, you're the face of your brand and maybe your business is a lot smaller. Maybe one, you don't have the budget necessarily to hire agency level stuff, but also you want to be in there. It's your personal brand. Like you need to be in there interacting with people. I mean, sure, you can hire some things out here or there, but ultimately you need to have your hands in there. And so the membership was my way of like trying to trying to solve that problem, basically because I met a lot of business owners that are like, you know they, they don't have a budget to hire they they really would love to learn how to do it themselves, but they it's really overwhelming. They felt really lonely, you know, because I mean we all know entrepreneurship is Extremely lonely sometimes, and that's how Small Biz Social Society was born. And I'm so proud of it because we have this really solid, solid group of really badass people in it. In fact, Lindsay, today's guest is um, a member of Small Biz Social Society, and um, we're doing such great things. And I always say we rise together. In fact, we have new T-shirts that say that. Okay, I'm just saying we got T-shirts. <laughs> All right, and we're gonna have a Black Friday sale. So if you're if you've been waiting to enroll, then I mean, that's just, let me look at the calendar. That's not that many days away. Oh my goodness. This is coming up soon. Like, we're just days away from the sale starting. So, please do yourself a favor. Hop on my email list, um, slash join email. Or if you grab that Instagram content machine free download I was talking about, that also gets you on my email list. And to get that, you just go to SmallBizSocialSociety.com and you'll get that free download. You'll be on the email list. You'll know whenever the sale comes out, you'll know all the things and stay in touch. So, you can do this. Fun social media journey with other people like you and have fun and learn a lot, and it's gonna be amazing. Okay, and finally, before I get to my chat with Lindsay here in a sec, I just wanted to mention that we're moving soon, okay? My my family and I, we're moving from the suburbs into the city of Houston, and um, I'm talking like a week from today when this episode comes out. <laughs> we're moving, <laughs> and as I'm recording it, I still don't have all the details lined up, so it's a very interesting situation I'm in at the moment, but when you're listening to this episode, surely I have all of my shit together, and we're good to go, um, because are moving in a week. And I just wanted to share that with you and see if you have what do you, do you have tips on on moving and like downsizing. We're downsizing for a little while. I, it's a temporary situation, but it might be a couple of years that we stay at this place. And I need all the tips I can get for like maximizing space. And all the like, I'm not a hoarder. I'm cool with getting rid of stuff. We're gonna get rid of tons of stuff, and that we don't use, that we don't need. And I'm so actually very excited about that. But like, when we're in the new place, that's much smaller than this one in the city, like I don't know. People are talking about like, you know, use wall space, like going up, like you know, and have shelving that goes all the way up to the ceiling and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm looking for tips. So please find me on Instagram at Brittany Crossin. Send me a message with your moving and smaller space, city living tips. I would love to hear from you. (laughs) Nothing else. I would just like some good vibes so we can get through this move and get on with our lives. Cause I am ready for some Thanksgiving. I'm ready for some Christmas. I'm so stoked that we are getting into the holiday season. So it's an exciting time anyway. All right. I'm gonna quit chatting because I want you to hear my chat with the wonderful, beautiful, amazing Lindsay Hanlon coming up next. Today's guest is a wife and mom of four who loves showing up on Instagram to inspire others to rise up. She's an entrepreneur, a new podcaster, and also shares my love for Peloton and for wine. And a fun fact, she absolutely loves writing roller coasters. Welcome to the social sunshine podcast, Lindsay Hanlon. Hi Brittany, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, You know, I feel like I'm not sure. I feel the same way about roller coasters as I used to. So, I was never scared. Well, I was scared like the first time. Do you you remember your first time riding a roller coaster?
1: It took me a while. It took me a while. I was probably closer to 14. Like I was, you know, the one on the family that would be like, "Well, I don't want to ride that." I'm not. And then once I started to do it, I became. Just like enamored by it, like I just loved it so much, you know. Right, right, so, yeah. But. It's
0: scary at first. I remember, it I remember is. like shedding a tear, like as we were going up, because you know, you're like starting going shh, 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 up the thing, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. I think I was like twelve, and I was like, well, what have I got myself into? This is <laughs> scary. And like you, I started loving them, but now as a grown-up, I look, I kind of think back, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Would it make me feel sick? But you still do, though, right? Like you recently I still do. Kids.
1: Yeah, so we just took we just took them to Cedar Point, which is in Ohio. It's a huge um, amusement park, and I we took Presley. Well, I took Presley on you know her first really really big. Roller coaster. I mean, it is big. Um, and I, it's it's a little different when you're taking your kids on there, you know, I'm like holding her in extra, you know, (laughs) making sure she's like secure. And then like talking her through the whole thing. Like once we get down the first hill, you'll be okay. (laughs) But I really like it. I think it just takes me back to my childhood, which I love feeling like carefree and fun. And, and there's just a little bit of thrill and excitement. You know, I still get scared on them sometimes, but it's just not like, it's like a fun, it's
0: like a fun butterflies type Feeling probably, yes, um, I don't
1: feel the same about being in an airplane. That I just yeah no. yeah that's a whole yeah. different
0: thing. yeah <laughs> we share we share that issue. I understand. we share that. I'll issue. go. I gotta go on them, but I don't like really want to. I'd rather just be able to snap my fingers or like say beam me up, Scotty, or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned your childhood. So, where mm-hmm. did you grow up? Like where where are you now, and
1: where did you grow up? I grew up um, actually about an hour from here, so we're really close to our roots. Both Mike and I grew up in um, a little town called Connellsville, Pennsylvania, which is just like an hour southeast of Pittsburgh. And now we're in Cannonsburg, which is just like 20 minutes south of the city, and then about like an hour from our uh, our hometown. So um, I've been here in uh, Pennsylvania my whole life, besides you know college and. You know, little travels here and there. So,
0: right. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you and your husband are from the same hometown.
1: We are, but he's he- four years older than me. So we really didn't, you know, know each other in high school because our, how our high school and junior highs were set up. It was junior high seven through ninth and then high school 10 through 12. So we were never in school together, but I knew his brother who was only a year older than me. And so it's kind of wild because Mike was a chiropractor and then my sister married a chiropractor who was in the same chiropractic class as Mike's brother. So it was like when, you know, they would all be home for the holidays. I would see Mike out of his brother and, you know, my brother-in-law Jared would be there. And anyways, we went on a date shortly after a holiday, you know, when they were all home and we got engaged eight months later. So it was pretty quick. Oh, um, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so yeah. Cool. I
0: didn't know you're, you're from this. We, Ryan and I are similar. Like we're from the same hometown, but also we did not know each other. In school, We're only two years difference, but we just didn't, I don't know. It was a big high school. And, um, and so it's, it's kind of a similar story. That's so cool. I love that. Okay. You mentioned college. I also wanted to ask you about that. So you were a swimmer in college, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. What was that like? I mean, first of all, that's amazing. And swimming is so good
1: for you. I love it. Yeah, I love swimming. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. And and I talked about it a little bit on my podcast, but I never even dreamed in a million years, one, that I would ever be a swimmer. But two, as I was evolving as like a high school swimmer, all year round swimmer YMCA and doing kind of the uh, USA swimming type things that I would ever swim in college, you know, these are, it's just funny looking back, like, why would I never Consider doing that as a sport in college, and it wasn't until I was swimming at that club team at the University of Pittsburgh when he was like, "Do you want to come on a recruiting trip?" And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure." And then I did, and then I, you know, ended up swimming there for two years, and then at South Carolina for two years. So it was really cool. I, I, I loved it. I wish I had a little bit of what I have now, you know, in college. Yes. You know, a little bit more of that confidence and yes. how to handle all the. Nerves and all of that, but I'm just grateful that in what my eight nine years of swimming, I was able to accomplish what I accomplished, and that it gave me all that I have right now as a mother. Um, right. yeah. So,
0: what was your favorite? Um, what do you call it in swimming? Is it a? Is it a form? A stroke. A stroke. Stroke. Okay. Like yeah,
1: I guess yeah. You have a favorite? Um, I was a breast, breaststroker, so I was just one of those ones that like had their stroke that you know, what, well, that was what I was good at. So I did the hundred and 200 breaststroke and then I swim on the medley relays. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I wasn't great at the other ones, but, um, like I said, my swimming career was short and so I was good at breaststroke and I stuck to it. So, I
0: love it. But do you still like, I don't know, like, cause I do this with stuff that I was real active with whenever, like in my younger years, like, you know, so I'll still watch things or still whatever that has to do with like performing or dancing or whatever. Like, do you, do you enjoy that? Like as a sport to watch, do you watch the Olympics and all that jazz? I do. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. It's great. It's so fun too. I, you know, this was the first Olympics where they were, swimmers that I wasn't necessarily that familiar with because you know you kind of some of the ones in the last couple ones you knew you know well and you just knew of them well and now I'm like I'm not trying out these names because I've just been out of it for so long but it's so cool and it's fun to watch it with the kids both my um, daughters the, the twins are on the swim team and I'm gonna put Parker on just for some good winter uh uh, you know, conditioning yes. for all of other sports. And so that's been fun just to watch it with them and like watch them get excited, you know, when they see, you know, all the summer singing. So it's cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So okay, right. let's let's talk a little bit about your business stuff. And then I want to talk about your podcast too, of course. Um okay. so I mean, how about we start with this? Tell everybody what you do. Now <laughs> and then, I want to know what you used to do because I I know what you used to do, but I want everybody to hear the story. I think it's so interesting what what you did with the gym and all that. But what do you do now, or what would you call yourself?
1: Hmm. Oh, what would I call myself? You know, it's a really difficult question. There, <laughs> I <laughs> I put on you on the spot. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm always like transitioning and pivoting into different things. But I I feel like you know I market wine for Scout and Cellar, which is super cool. I consider myself a leader in you know, the business for my team. Uh, and so I I got into all of this because of that, because once I started to join that company, I realized I wanted to go on social media and I wanted to do it um, my way and like a different way than I had traditionally seen in network marketing. And so I started to find what I guess was great for my network and how I enjoyed showing up for people and showing up for myself. You know, as a mom, we can kind of get a little bit Um, bombarded with just daily life. And it's hard to just sometimes take care of ourselves. And so I started to find fun to show up to myself as far as like putting on something cool for fashion and taking cool pictures and then, you know, pairing it with one of my inspirational quotes that I love so much or Mm -hmm. sharing some of my faith and things like that on social. So I would consider myself not an influencer yet, maybe someday, but just kind of Um, a network engager. I just like to get on and network with people. And then I decided that it was a good time to start owning my story. And then I wanted a platform. So I decided to do a podcast. So I'm sort of just, you know, getting into, you know, dabbing into some things that I feel like are going to lead me to other opportunities. Right. So I'm an opportunistic networker. (laughs)
0: I love it. I love it. Yes. Um, And you're marketing wine, but you're Mm -hmm. you're also like you're saying, like you're using that as an opportunity to then branch out into other things as well, your show. And it's the coolest thing ever that you're actually doing it because let me tell you, like I've seen a lot of things over the years and not everybody does that. Like so many people, like, I don't know, they just kind of fade away and i don't know where they go maybe they, they go to some land where you just go get a regular job i'm not really sure and yeah, no. you know even people that i would watch and i would think gosh this is you know you got so much potential you got so much cool stuff going on and um i think a lot of people with like in the social media world for sure and in the world yeah. in general probably um give up on something because it does take a while right like you have to have patience to start seeing substantial results i hate to call it it sounds so medical, but, you know, results, yeah. So, yeah. Like social media, right? Like, have you right. found yourself having to work on your patients and realize that it's a long game and stuff? I mean, it seems like, oh. oh, look how fabulous all these people are doing on social media. You know,
1: it's, it's a lot of hustle. It's not easy. And I think sometimes too, it takes that constant mindset practice, because you can get in your own head, like, well, no one's going to think this is even wrong. No one's going to care. And then you get up you go all day and you get nothing done because you, you told yourself, no one's going to care. You know what I mean? Things like that. So, I mean, I'm still working on that myself. It definitely takes some patience and practice. Luckily when God gave me twins, I learned a lot of patience and that a lot <laughs> of things were going to go as planned. Um, but, you know, I just feel like yeah, I, you know, you want, you, you think, oh, this looks so good. Like, why is not that like taking off? Doesn't everyone want to follow up? <laughs> it just takes time to find your people. And I really feel like, you know, I've been working with you for some time a little bit. And I just feel like I'm learning now that you really need to just hone in on what it is you're offering your audience. And I feel like I'm getting there. It just, you know, it kind of took me a while as I was like pivoting and realizing what it is I wanted to do. But I really feel like you know, the beauty of trying new things is that you kind of find out what you want. And so as soon as I started to speak on this podcast and talk about my journey, I realized I know exactly what it is. And so it's just really cool that, yeah, that I'm just doing it. I have no idea really what I'm doing, but I'm doing it and I'm loving it and I'm learning along the way. It's just, yeah, it's so fun. Yeah.
0: I mean, nobody knows. Nobody knows what they're doing. Usually (laughs) at the beginning, at the beginning and honestly, all throughout. Um, (laughs) okay. But let's rewind for a second. So this is not your first rodeo in business. You had another business. So what was the deal with that? Like how many years ago was that? Okay.
1: So I had a CrossFit gym. Um, that was Parker was one when I started it. So it was two thousand. 12-ish, we started it and then ran that until the twins were one. So for three years, like 2012, 2015, my husband and I ran a CrossFit gym and thank God for Mike. I mean, he had a chiropractic business, so he was already really good at setting up LLCs, getting the business stuff together. So he was just like on it. I basically wrote workouts and worked out with people. <laughs> he ordered like, you know, all the equipment we needed and things like that. And we had moved gyms three times. So we started super, super small. When I first got into it, I was like, mom, let me show you this building. We need to invest in this building. And I'm going to run this huge CrossFit gym. And she's like, let's just rent this tiny little space. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) What if nobody comes? So we did. We had this super, super small space. We outgrew it pretty quickly because we did Groupon. Groupons were huge when we got started. And so we did Groupons and people came in. And we built this amazing community. So we ended up moving to this like, indoor baseball facility for a little while, and we met the people that ultimately we rented the building off of um, at that facility. And it was right across the road, and it was the it was great. It just got to the point where I had a two year old who was almost three. I had twins, and I'm trying to navigate you know all the coaches and the workouts and. I was just so worn out that, you know, sometimes you just have to take a step back and realize, okay, this is all flying by so fast. That whole first year with the twins was a blur. I just was like, something's got to give. and I just can't, I just can't do it all anymore. And so I'm grateful for that experience, but I'm definitely, um, you know, glad to have a lot. That was a lot. I mean, it's not easy to run a gym and and handle all of that. It's just very nerve wracking. So,
0: right. Well, yeah. and it's, it's actually, it's really cool now. I mean, and I know obviously you've thought of this, like to, you learn so much of what you do uh-huh. want and what you don't want in a business and yeah. what you can handle and what you can't at certain times, obviously in parenthood, it's, it always changes. Right. But right. I mean, that's the cool thing about an experience like that. Right. Cause now uh-huh. the business that you're running is not like that at all. Like you're not having no. to show up in person and teach classes and things. Um, right, and you've made it, it's like, you, it's basically like, you've kind of like designed things better for your life the
1: way they are now. Right. And I, you know, and, and thank God that Mike and I are both just like go-getters. Like we're okay with trying things and we're also okay with saying, okay, that's not going to work and really not having trouble looking, you know, looking back or feeling sad. We just take the lessons that we've learned from what we've you know, done. I know for a fact that, you know, I guess listeners don't know, but Mike's not a chiropractor anymore. He is now a realtor and brokerage owner and doing really, really well in that space. I mean, so Mike's a businessman and just loves working with people. And so that suits him so well. So we're just both like have pivoted out of our first careers. And before I even did a the gym and had kids, I, I was working in retail. So I know a lot of things that I'm not ever going back to, but it's just, it's just cool because yeah, we're designing the life, you know, how we you know how we want it. And we're going after things very um, I guess fearlessly fearlessly. I don't know. We're just yeah. we're just not, I guess, afraid to either fail or pivot. We're just, you know, I think that's how you almost find what you want and where you find your happiness is just like going after all the things and then realizing, okay, I like this part, but not this, and then designing it how you want it.
0: Right. So yeah, yeah. you're you're so right. And I don't know about like where you come from, but where I come from is pretty small town. And that's not the mentality at all. Mm -hmm. It was like, it's like what, what would, what would, um, let's see what might look successful to someone there would be like, you go to college for a certain thing. You start working in that certain thing that you studied about, um, which we know rarely (laughs) happens for people, but you would do that. And then you would start that career and then you would stay with that career all the way until you retire. And that would be, that would, that like kind of represented, success and stability and all that in, in that way. And it's just so interesting to me because all of the most fascinating, successful, interesting, you know, innovative people, they did not have that kind of a path, right? Like like what you're talking about and like things that I've done, like all these changes that you have to make and you try something, you just kind of figure shit out and then you move on. And it's not like that way that like Your my upbringing, at least, you know, like,
1: I feel the same way. I think it's the small town, but I almost feel like it's so many majority of people that we're surrounded with is that they're all kind of, and this is kind of goes along with my podcast is that just like, they're all in like that little cage. Like that's like their comfort zone. That's what they think they're supposed to do. And then, you know, in our minds, all these entrepreneurs and everybody that does things outside of the box is that our minds are constantly like, what's next? And where could this take me? And like, we just have these like constantly, you know, cool ideas and just cool things that we're, we're, you know, okay transitioning into. I feel like when I first got started in this and I was like asking family and friends, like, you know, and uh, they just, I I got real comfortable with understanding that not everyone's going to get it. And it's okay. No one has to understand what I understand. Mike and I have just been very much, Keeping our minds open to many things, you know, over the years. So it's just been, it's right. just been fun, and I think that's why you can see, you know, people living just more with more happiness and more joys because they're just like kind of going after the things that they want right. and designing it that way. Right. So, right. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. totally
0: totally aligned on that. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna compare like, because all this time you've been working on, as far as like the platform you've been on, you've been on Instagram. You, Mm -hmm. you've told me about how it's important to you to inspire others and to lead that by example, essentially that you're like, like how you do with your wine marketing team, same thing, right. With your Instagram audience wanting to inspire people. So now you have the podcast and it's Mm -hmm. a whole other animal where you get to have a whole additional platform to do that on. So is that the, first of all, tell everybody the name of the podcast.
1: Called "Wing It, Rise Up."
0: Wing It, Rise Up. So, so what is is that the vibe you're still going with with the show, like to kind of translate that same messaging that you've had on Instagram all this time into a podcast?
1: Yeah, I definitely think my whole Instagram for Lindsay Hamlin is just you know branding myself. I think the only thing that I'm taking over to Wing It, Rise Up is just more of that that mindset that you know breaking out of your fear cage and just sort of um, living an abundantly happy life and just sharing why you should do things before you're ready because my entire life and I never even realized that I was like I was doing that I, like I said earlier <laughs> when we were talking it's just about like finally being okay with just owning my story and just being okay like wanting to tell it and I think so many people feel like their story isn't important or yes. no one's gonna care but what you know and I, I just read that in one of my um, devotionals this morning it's just that That is exactly why we're put here is, you know, to share our story and share our journeys and help each other out by talking about them. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been really fun for me to just get to this place because I don't think I would have had I not, you know, joined Scout and Seller, which is one of those go outside of your comfort zone things. You see it all the time when people do network marketing or direct sales they all talk about how this is so out of my comfort zone. I was never going to do this. That was so me. I was just so, no, I'm definitely not doing that. And then I just pivoted into exactly what I wanted to do because I said yes to that. And so it's been really, you know, it's been a game changer for me. Yeah. Right. So, okay.
0: So how far into the podcast so far are you, are you, I mean, like just about, I know this is going to come out a little bit later, but like about how many episodes Four.
1: I think, well, the first four, five, six, because, you know, yeah, so I think six, and then okay. probably seven next week. So really, I mean, but the first two were really, you know, short, like a little trailer, I did right. a little first episode, and then the third and fourth are all about my journey, like my first part of my journey, and then my second part, and then there's two interviews. And so, right yeah, yeah, and more coming, just working on it constantly. So yeah, it's good. Cool. Yes, and I got to be on it. Yeah, yes? Oh, you are. I think you're dropping this week. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: amazing go yeah. go listen to me we're doing a podcast swap. so um yeah. so how have you like now that you've gotten into it I mean seven episodes in, that's it that's a good bit to now like start looking at it and feeling it out like do you feel how does it feel does it feel weird like when like literally when you're recording right so to anybody that Maybe interested in a podcast. I think you and I may have talked about this. When you're sitting here on the parts that you record by yourself, it does feel kind of weird at first. I'm kind of like, "Who am I talking to?" <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel like I had a few bloopers, which would probably have been funny. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what was that stuff?" <laughs> yes. yes. And then I feel like I almost need to just envision talking to someone because I love talking to people. And when yeah. I'm talking, they're like, "You need to be a motivational speaker," and I'm like, "What?" And then I'm sitting here, and then I I get all you feel a little awkward and, but anybody can do it. It just takes a little bit of practice and, you know, passion in your story and just, you know, know, just doing it. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, it's just fun. You just get down here and you just hit record and tap, you know, and go for it. it. That's a wrap. We just go for it. Yeah. That's so a good that tip rec-
0: though, that you said about thinking of somebody you're talking to actually. Yeah. And that works, that works if you're on camera too. Like if you're doing videos mm-hmm. on social media, I mean, like if that helps and that usually does help. I mean, I remember back 20 years ago, oh my gosh, doing um, acting class and whenever they were training us for, um, auditioning for commercials they, they said the same thing. It's that like, pretend like you're talking to your friend or whoever. Right. So like, maybe it's a client or whatever the situation, but that's a good tip. So if you are recording a podcast or you are getting on social media and you kind of feel a little lost, just talking to no one at the moment, (laughs) envision a person that would actually really like to talk to you about that. Right. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, it's been, yeah, it's just been fun. I really am enjoying it. So. So okay,
0: so I want to ask you about the whole wing it part because you keep talking about start before you're ready, but you said that you didn't even realize you were really doing that. So what?
1: Some perspective, you know. Yes, you of course. Right. Right. You, right. And, well, and you
0: have been doing that though, and it's so true. And you're right. You look yeah. back, you go, "Wow, that's that's what I've been doing, and it's feeling so good." But what do you think it is about people's obsession with an I used to be like this. It's not, I mean, I'm not exempt with feeling like something has to be totally perfectly just right before you take action. Like, I don't, I don't know why I always did that. Did I just assume that Oprah was just like, had all of her shit together and nothing was, you know what I mean? And then that's she had all her jacks
1: in a row. And now <laughs> was a good time to get started.
0: Right. Absolutely not. And that's just its yeah. like literally almost impossible when you're starting something out. So why do you think we feel that way? Because it's so uncomfortable, I guess, to not.
1: I guess. And I think sometimes people feel like that's their excuse that, you know, well, i I'm, I'm just too busy right now. So, I mean, I think it's a little bit of an excuse and a little bit of also just like fear. I really do think it's mostly fear that people are just too afraid to jump out of their comfort zone. So I really want to inspire people just to do things before they're ready. So My whole story is kind of based on, well, you know, I started the network marketing before I was ready. I didn't know what I was doing. You don't have to know everything right away. It really came down to me posting the box at my front door. um, And then a friend reaching out and asking, if I was selling wine. And so then she came over to talk about it and, um, and anyways, I'm sorry. I'm just heard Penelope be like screaming. So she distracted me. So, but, Is she okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's just screaming mom. She's okay. I'm sure the, <laughs> the kids are up They're officers playing, but I know she doesn't interrupt us. But anyways, it just, you know, and then I, I started to like, I talk about the perspective. I look back on my story and I was just realizing that when I went to try out for the swim team, I had actually zero training as far as swimming goes. And I just went down and tried out for the swim team because I got cut from the basketball team and I didn't want to not have a third sport. So it was just, you know, just realizing that that was, that's kind of just, a cool story that I want to own and just say how important it is because that changed my life. I got to break records at two division one colleges. And like I had no swimming training. Like my mother was terrified. I was going to get cut from two teams in one week. And anyone that knows me as a teenager, my parents are probably like, Oh my gosh, she's going to come home. but She's never going to stop crying. <laughs> and I just was an emotional kid. I just was, I felt, I, I still am very um, in tune with feelings and energy, but wow. I definitely have a better way of channeling it now, but as a teenager, we all know what it's like. It's difficult. And, you know, I got cut from the basketball team. I'm going to be so embarrassed. Everyone's going to make fun of me. You know, you have all those right. irrational thoughts and um, anyways. So I went down out for the swim team and well, I made it. And so then I just kept swimming. And so it just was like, <laughs> if I had waited until I was ready, I always joke about this. I'm like, if I had known how hard swimming was, I probably wouldn't have gone and tried out. <laughs> right. You knew what <laughs> you were getting yourself into. You'd be like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I remember I was telling my one friend, I was like, it was my first thought, and I was like, I think I'm gonna need an inhaler. Can't <laughs> breathe? How are you gonna this? So, anyways, it was just like just start things before you're ready because you're if you wait until you're ready, you'll still be waiting. Like you're just it's never ever going to be a right time. And I think, you know, raising four kids, I realized that nothing's ever going to be done. (laughs) I'm always doing laundry (laughs) and always doing things around the house. But if I had said no to all of this stuff, how much, I would have so much less joy. You know, I mean, yes. I, that sounds bad. Oh my gosh. I love my kids,
0: but no, no, your own, your me, own you. personal joy is different though. Yes. I mean, you have yes. your own, you're a, as yeah. an individual. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. You yeah. No, I so, totally. I t- and that's a whole other topic that I, I know I don't, we don't have time for, but I would love to ask you about that though, about just real quick about motherhood with all the things, because right? that is, a that is totally a thing that is not easy to do. <laughs> bottom line, and you're living it with four kiddos. And I know there's so many moms out there that, you know, are not diving in. Oh, <laughs> I know you weren't diving, but I just like horrible corny joke diving in. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> to the deep in
0: uh, yeah. Sorry. I blame my dad for my corny jokes. Yeah. Um, but, but no, but there's a lot of moms out there listening, right. That are, <laughs> that aren't, really doing the thing that gives them that personal joy that we were just talking about. And it doesn't always have to be a huge thing, right? Like, like how the CrossFit thing, like you needed to move on from that. It wasn't the time in your life to be doing all that shit. You had stuff going, you know, your family da da da. And so it doesn't always have to be this huge leap. I don't think, I think that's also another misconception, but what would you say for mom, for a mom out there that's listening that just at least wants to try something. Maybe she does want to do that network marketing business. Maybe she does want to have that podcast or even just show up on Instagram five times a week. What did you say to encourage her to do that?
1: That's what I was going to say. I think so many people are afraid to put themselves out there. And I feel like I've become just completely changed just from showing up and talking to people. If someone reaches out and they're like, that quote was so just inspiring and just really hit me. and, And then having a conversation with that person brings me so much joy. I mean, so I feel like, yeah, I mean, the network marketing is huge and you don't have to jump in and build humongous teams, but just might be giving you that, that little leap into yes. like an action, you know, into doing something you wouldn't normally do. And then might, you might find out you really like it. I never thought I would enjoy it as much as I am, but I love the company. And I think I just align with the core values. So it's super cool. But I would just say, I started to read, you know, devotionals or little daily reads. It doesn't have to be you know, faith-based, if that's not your thing, I have some faith. And then I have some that are just like cool little daily things that inspire me. And honestly, I've enjoyed just showing up on social media and posting what I know I said um, before, not today, but I've told you before, like I can't schedule my posts because I like to be very much in the moment. And that's maybe not why I'm this (laughs) Not productive as other uh, influencers, (laughs) but I really feel like that's just my jam. And I'm just very much like from the heart all the time. And so if I'm going through the day and something's like on my heart or my mind, I'm usually scrolling through quotes or Instagram hashtags. And I'm just finding what is making me feel, you know, and then I just enjoy playing with fashion, you know, taking a shower and putting on a cool outfit because and if I didn't, I would probably never wear my clothes because we <laughs> don't ever go anywhere. Right?
0: But, well, but no. I know like that you said that though, because that, that's going to yeah. be helpful to some busy that's mom out there test. thinking that she yeah. has to do so many things to like, it has to be a big production. And it doesn't, like you said, like you kind of go with the flow and you just show up on Instagram and you share what matters to you and you make it work into your life instead of making it some big separate production. That's so difficult to accomplish when you're so busy with children.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I think everything I do is about simplifying and making the action, you know, not astronomical. I feel like anytime you make something this huge thing, it'll never get done because you will have worked it up in your brain so big that you won't ever do it. And that's the same thing. I mean, I, I have to tell myself that too, Lindsay, just go downstairs and record. Like, you're, why are you making this, like, out to be some huge, just go downstairs, you know, and yeah. But I think just keeping the action simple and just like showing up on social, you might be surprised who will reach out to you and what kind of genuine connection you might make from that. It's been really, really cool to have these kinds of conversations with people. And so I just can't say enough good things about just doing that. Just take a shower, take a picture of yourself and post it on Instagram. And with a quote that is making you feel some type of way that day. It will be a game changer and you'll enjoy looking back on it. Like I enjoy looking back and being like, well, what was I feeling day? Or, you know, just like schooling. <laughs> it's like an and online journal. <laughs> it's like my online journal and, you know, really just having a lot of fun with it. Plus it gives me a reason to show up. And I mean, I work out almost every single morning, so I don't want to stay in my workout clothes anymore. It makes me feel better, yep. you know, and my kids are home. I know your kids are doing a little yes. bit of school at home, but mine are home now. So I am. Yeah. You, listen up, everybody can do it. If I can get these kids through all their schoolwork, keep the house somewhat under control, do a podcast, run a, mar, you know, a wine marketing team and, and post posts on Instagram, Instagram, do a reel here and there, which I'm trying to get more consistent at, but you know, you can do these things. You just have to, you know, pivot into what you enjoy. It doesn't have to be exactly what I just said, but you just need to find what you enjoy and like what excites you and then just do that. you'll be surprised at how much, you know, how much fun it is. So,
0: right. I love it. I love it. Okay. Before I let you go, tell everybody where they can find the podcast and you. So they want to follow you, but also listen to the podcast. How do we do those things? Okay. So
1: the podcast is on Apple, you know, Apple podcasts and then Spotify, and you can find it at wing it or just Wing, Yeah. Wing it rise up on Instagram and then Lindsay with an E. So L I N T S E Y underscore Hanlon H A N L O N on Instagram. And, um, yeah, just, you can, you know, find it all there and I have it posted in, you know, both personal and the podcast Instagram. So. Okay. And we'll put
0: it on the show notes in case you didn't get that go down, look in the show notes, um, follow Lindsay Hanlon on Instagram, follow wing it rise up go listen to the show please right now do it immediately subscribe follow do all of the things you're going to be so happy that you did you're joining her on her podcast journey from the start which is really really special because you're going to rise up together yes, and try I love to enjoy the journey together you know I think it's really special that we're, we're catching you right now at the beginning and I'm thankful that you invited me to be on and I'm, I'm thankful that you came here to talk about it so
1: Oh, I know that was a great conversation. Thanks so much for having me.
0: You're welcome, babe. All right. Thank you. Thank you.